Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Alright, Groovy. I'm having my time. Um, hey, uh, banter, banter, banter. Welcome to the uh, Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. This is uh, this is your host, Taylor B., with The Bagels. Howdy! And special guest, Anonpig. How are you doing, sir? Um, I'm good. How are you? I am, I am well. Super, super jazzed to have you have you on the show um couple couple little bits of housekeeping um my audio has not been great uh listeners uh the last few episodes that that's on me i'm i'm in transition between homes i will be moving to the new home though over the weekend and then i can set up properly again and i will you know maybe sound better or worse depending on your view (laughs) (laughs) but But it'll be back to the way it was, I swear. I'm using um, (laughs) Just to make things a little easier, I'm using one of my older setups tonight uh, from before I got some better equipment. But uh, yeah, hopefully that'll make things a little easier listening for everyone. Um, Aside from that, uh, the other one is typically we don't do this tonight um, due to recent events in game and just uh, recent lore releases. We're actually going to talk about some data mined uh, lore. Typically, we don't do that. In this case, it's just too juicy not to bite into. Pretty much. I mean, at this point, it's not even data mined, is it? Uh, yeah, it, it, I think it is fully released at this point. Well, it, like some of the lore isn't, isn't accessible in game yet. Uh, that's that's usually why we have a little bit of pause about it. But, I guess that's uh, what yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not necessarily like it's not necessarily something you can go look at in game. So, like, th- thank you for the correction there. Um, but. Uh, but usually, usually we uh, we stick to things that are like in the game, so it's just like or like released directly from from the web, Bungie's website. Uh, <laughs> and like I say, this time, like we're pretty confident that this this is gonna be there. <laughs> so we, we've 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 managed our uh, expectations and risk. And dude, you guys are gonna fucking love it. So just like with that in mind, if, if yeah, if, if you're if you're a purist. Just save some for later, Augustus. We'll still be here next week after you find out. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. With that, um, what we are going to be talking about tonight is the Captain's Log lore book, um, in addition to the Dead Man's Tale uh, recently released exotic scout rifle uh, lore. Um, and the sort of implica- implications and sort of like theories, the places it takes us uh, therein. Okay, rabbit hole! Rabbit hole! We haven't done a rabbit hole in a while. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I know. This is a good one. Are rabbit holes special, or are they uh, are they regular bagels? I forgot what we were doing. Whatever we want them to be. Alright. <laughs> I'm going to do a special regular episode. <laughs> no one can tell me I can't. Alright. <laughs> so... Um, if, uh, if you are not familiar with this stuff and you want to read up ahead, now's, now's the good time to do that, listener. Uh, because, a- a- as you know, we're going to be talking about it more than we'll be reading it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, the, the first thing I would like to touch on, like, like I was telling you guys a little here before the recording, is that 
the 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 two main characters in this in this tale in um Catabasis and Gilgamesh are actually as I take it both like references to what happened to be my two favorite epics. So you have the Sumerian epic Gilgamesh and then you have Catabasis is not the name of an epic but Anabasis is. The irony here though um, Anabasis being, actually, if, if anyone didn't know this, Anabasis is a, uh, an account of real-life events as opposed to, like, a, a mythic epic. Um, which is, like, a pretty, pretty cool fact uh, from the ancient, ancient world. It was uh, written by Xenophon. Um, anyway. Um, from where the story begins, they're actually making a catabasis. Anabasis is the Greek word for uh, a journey from the sea inland, and catabasis is the journey from the inland to the sea. Uh, and, and it's just some of the parallels that these characters take in their journey through these logbooks just really hit home to me. And, and I'm going to talk about it more at length, but like that, that has just been, oof, that has been some icing on this lore cake for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, another thing that really like struck me is, is there, you know, Callus has really had his fingers in, all of the different enemy races soups. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's literally either had us fight or made us fight. In this case, I'm going to say by way of just doing what he did, he got us to fight it because he had a guardian there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess even by accident is a good way to put it. He's had us fight, like, literally everything we fought. I think the only thing left <laughs> would be the, uh, the, uh, the darkness fallen. With the stasis powers. Scorn? Oh, oh, sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, has, have we fought, fought the Fallen directly under him? That's the only one that I, like, I can think of. But I don't know. Like, the Fallen haven't like directly tried to invade the Leviathan or anything like that. So I'm not sure well, why he would direct us in their direction. He had a Fallen Shadow. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, not much need for him to... Uh... <laughs> go go after a race, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. The only reason why we had to go up against the Vex were because he didn't have a shadow of them, and they were messing things up. Same thing with the Hive, and mm-hmm. now the Scorn. Hmm. Do you think? Do you think for other? <laughs> do you think for other shadows that he recruits? Like, do you think he uh, before he had the Guardian Shadow? Do you think he had like while he was recruiting the Elixir ones, he just sent them against Guardians? Or, like, uh, the ones that he does have, he just sent them against, like, you know, they've got way too many guardians down here. Come on, guys. <laughs> Help me clear them out my ship. Prove yourself to me. <laughs> Prove your worth. Get some loot. <laughs> <laughs> they all come out with shiny purple. And you know what I love? What do I love about the. Uh about um this season is it's it's cabal themed but it finally goes into like the persian themes too with the armor mm-hmm. it's true mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally here for it like so far everything's just been gold and purple by happenstance mm. that's actually something um i think it was rhino was telling me about that like how like a lot of the armor and a lot of the lore and stuff it it's like it's all about the things that are from enemies of Rome, which is fitting because the Cabal have always sat in a position as a Roman-esque mm-hmm. enemy. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
now you're you you see Rome. Now you're seeing all their enemies, and now we're even wearing the armor themed after a Roman enemy. That's sure. pretty cool. I hadn't considered that. My mind's been so far, uh, like wrapped up in the uh, the mythology references that they've made over time. Mm. That I hadn't really considered uh, the Roman enemy stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, I try not to. Like this, me personally, I try not. I try not to go too hard into the mythology behind things, because it it just leads you like so far away from the source <laughs> material that then I start getting like like uh, things confused. I'm like, no, this happened, right? And it's like, no, that's a completely different thing. It's not destiny. That's mythology. <laughs> you know, this I, I feel similarly when I confuse my life with John Rambo's. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I want to be a dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you went there to open up a McDonald's. <laughs> Sorry, making uh, making television references in the middle of And that makes sense. You know, I, I, you know, going off the deep end is a little bit of our bread and butter, but but I, I try to remain a little bit more restrained uh, myself. Uh, but that's that's a that's a pretty good like rule of thumb to have i think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah. um yo so this like darkness fungus can we i'm gonna come up with a portmanteau for that by the end of the show <laughs> but uh is that is that something he's cultivating because of the scorn like that that was the one part i wasn't like really sure of so when you're reading the book uh, I think there's one of the entries where you first see the fungus encountered on the crown itself. Uh, mm. That was my impression, anyway. I think it's, uh, it's towards the latter half of the book. But regardless, it's, it shows like there's some some marring on the the gold of the crown, and Catabasis goes like, "That's not supposed to happen. Gold is supposed to be pure." And then his ghost says, "Like the light." <laughs> But I, I'm pretty sure it's it's a reference to the um, to the to the fungus first appearing. So I don't know that it was Callus directly cultivating the fungus, more so that it first appeared because of their interactions with the anomaly that Mars has become in the book. That was my take, anyway. I can dig that. To dig that and none. What about what about you? Like, what was your take on like the fungus? Like, where, where is it? Like, I I know it comes from the crown, I guess, but like, I'm just like, is it like a darkness fungus? Is it a byproduct of the crown? Did was there something in so, the previous wearers like hair that got left in there? <laughs> I uh, I'm trying to to find now. Now that you mentioned that, that it. It was first mentioned uh, being on the crown itself, and because I actually have uh, the uh, entry six excess and avarice, uh, where they start talking about the crown, and I'm pretty sure that was the only place that they even mentioned it, and I didn't I didn't catch it being uh, coming from the crown, which would change. Uh... Entry eight is what I'm referring to in particular, right off okay. right off the, the bat there. It's their final, it's their attempt right before things go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, specifically, it says, uh, 
the gold from the Castellum is flushed with tarnish, stemming from some kind of lichen that has had burrowed its way into the precious metal adornments ah. since the last communion attempt. I thought mm. gold doesn't stain, I said to Gilly. It's an expression of purity. So, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I caught, anyway. Uh, it's complete, completely still open to, to discussion whether or not that's the place it originated from, and it could have been that Callus had been cultivating it and intentionally introduced it to the, the crown prior to that, because certainly it had a chance to burrow itself into the crown by that point. So I, I can completely leave that open to discussion at this point still. I just kind of took it as the opposite, where it sounded like because of their communion attempts, this fungus had burrowed its way into the into the, the crown. No, I, I agree. I, I just, when I read this, I just completely skipped over that. Sure. It makes me, uh, that makes me wonder. Because, well, so for like a while, for... Not for a while, forever now, I have been uh, adamantly against this idea that guardians can get like a plant subclass or an earth <laughs> subclass or a wind subclass because guardians aren't Pokemon. And, <laughs> you know, when people were like, let's have a water subclass or an ice subclass, I'm like, those are two very stupid things that should never happen. Agreed. Stasis. Stasis flipped me on my head, though, because it's not an ice subclass. It's a subclass that instantly takes all the energy from an area and mm -hmm. thus absolute zero entropy mm -hmm. ice forms in its in its effect. But Correct. it's not an ice subclass. So I'm like, that's actually fucking awesome. Like, uh, good job, Bungie. <laughs> you, you got me there. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you're talking about... Uh, it's cool just to say what happens to Catabasis at the end there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we gave him the disclaimer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Catabasis being impaled on these, like, vines, and I'm just like, God, man. I don't want to be a plant subclass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so talking about that, uh, I kind of touched upon this uh, when we were talking before the show. What if his name is really talking about the plant's journey from inside him to in the room now? And so that is actually, um, that's 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 kind of where I I came to. I, I came to one of one of two possibilities. The first possibility is that there is a flora, or I guess in this case it could be called a lichen subclass, that we will eventually get and catabasis. For some reason, after being terrified at Gilgamesh saying, like, I want my salvation, decided, why not wield Lycan subclass? And just like Aramis, it ended up killing them. And so, like you said, it, it left his body, it, like, crawled out all over the place. And we don't see it, like, we don't necessarily see it anywhere on the ship, like... In, in in a real presence. There's like the, the, the growth kind of everywhere, but not like not like yeah. it is coming from catabasis. Not like with like a threatening presence. It's just kinda of hanging out. So so one thing one thing I always wondered, uh speaking of Aramis, is mm -hmm. when she froze over, I just kept thinking back to Iron Man, like the first Iron Man movie. Mm -hmm. And it's just like later, I just wanted to like when she shows back up and she's like, so how'd you guys solve the icing problem? We're like, icing problem, and then we freeze. <laughs> 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 
Jeez. I keep, I keep hearing that, but if if it's a, if it's a lichen or a uh, oh my god, and 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 the thing that's so fucked about that is is um, in in D one your ghost uh, I think back when it's still Dinklebot he surmises that uh, that uh, thrall are what what consume lichen where they come from because they're eating like literally everything. Hmm. Sure. Uh, like weird weird type of thing but my mind immediately goes to thinking of like a lichen or fungus uh class is katydids mm-hmm. not katydids that's the plant uh katydids are the grasshoppery things yeah yeah that's not what i mean i mean uh, the uh the thing like from uh last of us oh yeah yeah, yeah. that um, has a simpler name uh cordyceps so not cordyceps, similar yeah. i just confused two things uh, no, I'm gonna stick with Katie did. So you know how Katie did murder everything. <laughs> cordyceps. I, I, my mind immediately goes to cordyceps. Like, how cool would it be? Like, remember the friendship punch in D1? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I saying, like, how cool would it be? Like, oh, like I used my like throwing knife on you, but oh, like now there's a fungus in your brain, and you're actually my buddy till you die. <laughs> Yeah, that that could make sense. Um, huh. But like, where? How? Do, I, I'll ask you guys. How does that work? In, in, uh, I guess in line. Like, how do you put that next to solar arc void and stasis? I would I would argue that I think especially many types of fungus in nature actually grow in the absence of light or in moonlight. And if this is a paracausal sort of manifestation thereof, I think I think like it fits in that way. Because a lot of fungus like, like appears overnight, like you kick over a turd and like a mushroom grew. I I mean to say like all all the all the original light subclasses and and even stasis they have an energy basis behind them where it's thermal energy, it's electrical en- energy, it's gravitational energy, it's the lack of energy, and then you even have kinetic which is kinetic energy like they 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 work so hard to check these boxes of keeping mm-hmm. it as like an energy conduit mm-hmm. just for the plant well if you know if the plant's alive and like maybe what killed him is it fed off of him and it's feeding off cuz like everything mm. has light and if the plant thing's alive like maybe it's not even a darkness power maybe it's just like a really fucked up light one well so that's that was actually kind of the second point i came to when thinking about this a lot today it's it's either a new this is a new darkness power they're teasing it today we'll see it in a year uh or it and this is what i i hope it is more uh, do you recall back in uh, Black Armory, the Black Armory Papers uh, entry? I have it in front of me. Entry 70, 71, 72, and entry 71. Since last night we we woke in the middle of the night, uh, it roared and stomped and howled in frustration until the front doors they didn't hold. I never saw there were two occupied blindly firing on a corner. I just remember the smell of wet earth and the sound I've never heard before, like a machine being stretched and then compressed. And so fungus, like lichen plant fungus, kind of sounds like what someone might call a wet earth smell. And being on the ship, 
I definitely heard what I would I I could consider to be <laughs> stretched and compressed machine noises just Ooh, yeah. happening. That's fair. Um, so bear with me for a second. Um, I this isn't even the first time I've seen it in the game. The the fungus because the Drifters Hall has it on it. Yes. If if you recall specifically when we went there for the uh for the season of the Drifter, uh, mm-hmm. there was a whole bunch of it just around his little hidey hole back there. Um, and then I think there's even some when you load into the waiting area for the for the wait for actually get into the game. So certainly I, I like where you're going with that because uh, I think the I suspect the drifter intentionally or unintentionally brought some back with him from the ice planet as well, which has mm-hmm. that wet earthy smell that he notated in his uh, I believe it's in the armor pieces from that season if I recall correctly. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, something like that. That that's where he builds that that story about his his tale to the the ice planet and the the creatures of darkness that were there. They had a very similar description as to the black armory papers that you're refer- referring to. That was the that was actually the inclination I got, but I just haven't read that very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Ultimately, I just hope that it is. I I I more so hope that we are seeing a, a new darkness enemy rather than a new darkness power. And that's kind of the feeling I get as well. Maybe it might not even necessarily be a darkness en- enemy. It might be like a something that exists wherever the darkness is present type of thing. Yeah. Something that feeds off of it. Okay. Uh, I, I could definitely see it going that way too, because oh. typically fungus aren't like the most menacing <laughs> of, of, of enemies, but it, it, it certainly could be an enemy as well. But it, oh, it, I gotta yeah. wonder. I gotta wonder if it's doing the cordyceps thing. Do you think this will end up being Destiny's version of the flood? <laughs> That's, so that uh, could be. I know nothing about Halo, but what I do know about is you just i think you just connected the final dot for me to just like lock this in place that it's absolutely not a uh new power uh it is a fungus that follows around the dark because that we asked the nine what did what does the light in the dark want the light wants nothing to live so who thrives on things that can't die parasites who came when the traveler came the ahamkara the darkness wants everyone to die who feasts on the dead Fungus. Who's coming now that the darkness is here? Fungus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like, yeah. No, that's that is fantastic. I I am locking that in. I I will not hear any arguments that we are getting a plant. Goddamn subclass. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would have been for it even if you just fell on your sword about fungus aren't technically plants like they mean. Yeah. Well you know for <laughs> sake of understanding their plants oh, yeah. that brings me to find them on trees they're plants if i see you in a tree you're a plant <laughs> oh man <laughs> squirrels now plants yep <laughs> birds plants unless if they're in the sky then they're not plants anymore if you're in the sky you're a bird if you're in a tree you're a plant what if they're on a statue then they're a statue nice i like this or a weeping angel it's either oh, one Oh man! Well, I can't not look at it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
your thought process about um, Kara uh, com- comparison here kind of brings me to an interesting idea myself. Uh, specifically, if if we're likening the fungus to an Ankara, and we and we suspect that Ankara essentially collapse timelines, would the fungus have? I, I mean, that, that's one of the more common theories. I, I should say that right off the bat. There, that is uh, not a theory I've heard. Oh, really? <laughs> Saying it's a common one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, my, my mistake there, but uh, um, that, that's that's certainly something I've seen thrown around a little bit. Um, Maybe I've just heard it in, in uh, different different words. Sure. I, I was going to say, I always, uh, without, without going too far on a tangent on this, I, I've always felt like what the, uh, you know, now there's a good, like, like a TV representation of what I think they're doing. I, I always felt like what Ahamkara were doing was actually more akin to, like, Scarlet Witch. Kind of, like, taking something and changing it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Like, except for, uh, like, what the reason I, I call them, uh, parasites is because that's what Cade calls them in his journal. That's why everyone that's why everyone went to Venus, the parasites with the new protein. I want it. I want it. I would have eaten the Ahamkara Jiggy. I I wonder what they what they did with Ahamkara back then. Because like the Ahamkara had to be like presenting themselves as like small, right? Because if they were like massive people were like, I don't care. That's well I mean the one freaky. the one that uh the skull that uh, Shax has above him seems at least like it's, you know, bigger than he was. And that's what I mean. It, if you tell me that there's a parasite on Venus and it's bigger than a human, <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> if it's just like a regular, like, if it's just like like a, a like a big leech, like the size of a pug, then, you know, maybe there's useful things to learn from it. <laughs> So like, so like, what would you say is the height limit for willing to talk things out? <laughs> yeah, uh, stretched out no higher than my knee. Okay. Okay. Like, so... like ground grounded knee is my limit on. I'm willing to like assuming in this magical world I'm a scientist. Like that's that's what I'd be telling people. No, I'm I'm a knee high scientist. It goes higher than that. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Specialize in ferrets, not minks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hear anything about minks. <laughs> oh, I can I can dig that. I, uh, you know, because in many circles they say they say anything larger than a handful is like too much to deal with. Yeah. Uh, so that might uh, that might ring true for like, especially if it's a paracausal being. I would probably be much more willing to talk to it if it was, you know, uh, what is it? Who's that little green dude from the Flintstones kazoo? Who's just mm. like a little like floaty dude, like trying to uh, trying to do magic stuff to my primitive human brain. Like, yeah, I would probably be much more willing to play ball. I'd be like, well, you can't be that bad. You just you know did some cool stuff. Right. Yeah. That's that's why Kazoo was so small. Mm-hmm. He's non-threatening. If he'd been giant, they'd have all just risen up against him. And... <laughs> it's like, whoa, you're me-sized and doing magic? I don't like that. <laughs> Gonna have to put you down. That's that's exactly why the scions, who can combine into a bigger scion, are allowed to just do what they want. <laughs> Every you look at a normal scion, they're small. 
I, I know, and I really want them to combine again because, like, the first time I saw that, all I could think about was Bill and Ted 2. At the end, when the two little alien dudes they bring back from heaven, like, run into each other and become the, like, gigantic version of themselves. Mm. <laughs> I just, I really want... I'm just wondering if, like, if enough scions run together, can you have, like, a giant scion, like, kaiju? Have we seen the scion yet? No, that's on Nessus. Which scion? Sorry. Um, uh, press kit images and also trailer images showed, and they showed it from an angle that could either mean it's a regular size scion or it's a nine foot six tall scion, if if you count their hat and high heels, uh, scion that we're gonna fight on Nessus this season. Could be part of the strike that's to be coming in a week or two. Well, no, it, it would be the um, the fourth battleground location. Okay. Okay. Ba- based on Prescott images. Okay, fair enough. I am super here for a giant scion. Yeah. I mean, it looked... Uh, they, they, they like kind of got like low a- angle camera. So, I mean, maybe it's a giant scion. Maybe it's just... Trying to look taller than it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, for for its sake, then I'm gonna count the high heels and hat. Yeah, <laughs> it's total. If the crit, if it, if it, if it's inside the crit box, that's part of its head. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Ah, <laughs> oh. okay. So the the other thing that really really spoke to me is how. The, the disillusionment of Gilgamesh, just to shift gears back, sorry, not to have a total uh, total 180, but uh, the, uh, the disillusionment of Gilgamesh as the story goes on, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of other writings, especially uh, K1 and a few other people who'd been influenced during the Golden Age by random uh, anomalies of darkness. Mm. It's like gradual corruption over over time. It's not sort corruption. Of. It's it's uh, it, like everyone has a different reaction to losing hope. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I see what you mean by that. Yeah, but it just reminds me of like that type of influence. Although, like, there's nothing really talking about that I remember from reading this. There's nothing really talking about like that sort of presence but like then when you think about Gilgamesh is the one left on the ship for most of the time he's the only like persistent uh, passenger Mm -hmm. like maybe maybe it starts to get to you maybe there's a not in the air but maybe there's like some sort of uh, influence going on like a like a maddening effect oh I I, I, can, I think we can safely assume that Dead Man's Tale takes place before mm-hmm. the lore book. Mm-hmm. It, it, even then, it sounds like he's pretty. The, the Gilgamesh is pretty far along. Like he, certainly, Catabasis is questioning Gilgamesh's motives and actions as to whether he's being changed slowly by Gilgamesh. He would have to have some sort of basis for that fear. 
It can't be just straight paranoia, judging by uh, Gilgamesh's actions later on. I, I would, I would say. I mean, I, I, I just thought that was like general guardian, like wonder. Hmm. Possible. You know, like because he doesn't like for what it's worth. Like he does ponder it, but he doesn't harp on it. Like that's the only time he talks about that. Hmm. I don't know. That's a fair point. I. I guess I took it in a different different vein, but... Oh, no, that, that's still fair. You goose. No, I... It's kind of curious. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, because the one thing the one thing for me, uh, you know, mentioning the... Uh, the, uh, the epics that he gets his namesake from the the moral of the the story of Gilgamesh and if, if you've never read it like go read it it's not that long um it's the oldest recorded epic it's a Sumerian like super fucking cool um he immortality slips through his fingers right before he gets it like the whole story is like he's two-thirds god which is like you know way better than just half god <laughs> um he's <laughs> He's, you know, he's kind of, like, alone, and then, like, he meets another, like, sort of, like, demigod, and he, like, finally has, like, like, friendship, uh, in that, and his friend, his friend dies. Like, sorry, I'm spoiling, like, a thousands-year-old tale for you guys, but, uh, the, the second, the second, like, act is, like, really focuses on, like, he, after losing his friend, he becomes, like, afraid of death, and so he seeks immortality, and, like, mm. he, he finds it. And then right before he can do it, like, he chooses to rest because, like, his journey had been so much. And, like, a snake just comes along and, like, eats it and, like, swims off. <laughs> eats the thing that would have made him immortal. Uh-huh. And it just slips right through his fingers. And it's so, like, it, the moral of the story is he, like, kind of, like, ends up having to laugh at himself. And accept mortality. And accept death. And so when... <laughs> when Gilgamesh finally is like ready to give up and like go die essentially he's like no like you don't get it like it's gonna happen like we we can't escape it you can't like just hide away to avoid it like i'm gonna show this to you it's like the tragic like the most tragic like one of the more tragic ways i can take to like interpret that same journey sure and yeah just like like wow that was that was a really cool uh, that was a really cool piece of writing. Uh, yeah, Bungie, if 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 you ever hear this, well done. <laughs> Hats off to you. Uh, but but likewise, uh, as I mentioned a couple times, I'm really wondering because I like I I know he's dead. Um, I know when you spot Gilgamesh, what I assume is Gilgamesh on the ship during the mission during passage. Mm-hmm. The light's still flickering. It's not completely dead. As I interpret, the light's still flickering on over there. And you can't interact with it, what I assume is yet. Yeah, so uh, from from my understanding, uh, so you run it the first time, and then you run it a second time, and the second time gives you the catalyst and lets you scan things. And then you run it a third time, but not everything, only some things. Then you run it a third time, and uh, because you scanned things, I think it is, uh, you actually unlock a single lore book. You unlock the first entry, 
And at the end of the entry, uh, frenetic scrawl inked in the margin reads, smugglers switches still working, maintenance side hatch had to kick in the vent. Mm-hmm. So right at the start of the, the mission, you kick in a vent, and there's a data pad, and you can actually, on the third run, access the data pad, which opens a door to a cache. And it, it had uh, something in it. One of, one of the people I ran with was on their third run, so I was able to collect it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And so that appears to be time-locked, or uh, time-gated. Uh, so once a week, probably, you can do, you can scan new things, hear new things, like the, um, what was it, a chieftain on the table you could scan? Uh, a few other things. I didn't hear any of the scans, but a friend of mine did. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of references to them. I think there's a cabal that's being hung up uh, in the mm-hmm. midst of some of the vines. And similar thing there, just can scan that. I, I have, like, I have similarly have not heard the dialogue because I haven't had a lot, lot of time to mess around in it yet. But yeah, I was gonna say I only got to do the one run, but now I want to yeah. go back. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've only done the one run as well. So. <laughs> okay, well, I know what I'm inviting everyone to do after the show. <laughs> um, okay, okay, that's really cool. Okay, so like TBD on that thought, everyone listening. That uh, that was some cool information I did not know about, and if you didn't, now you do too. Um, yeah. So and make make sure you get those runs in because if you want the chosen title, you need all the lore. Well, uh, this lore, not all the lore, because I'm pretty sure the other lore you'll just get by doing the other things that you need for the seasonal title as well, actually. But this this one seems to take a little bit of extra effort to go and search search out the ship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Find find the guides, do the things, get it done. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll do. We'll do. Okay, this is <laughs> this is exciting. I'm here for this. I want to go. I want to go do a lot more. Uh, and, and oh man, that lever action on that gun it's so sad that all you do is take it from him <laughs> like oh man he's so dead and ooh sweet gun <laughs> right it's about the most guardian thing I can imagine oh he's dead it's so sad oh ooh shiny <laughs> I feel like we did him better than the guy who gave us uh who gave us uh, uh the hunters the um the void power was it Tavis? oh yeah 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 he's sitting there dead he's still got light we just took it from him (laughs) we didn't even try to help we're just like oh man you just so is that some light in you i'm just gonna grab that don't mind me (laughs) so uh that is actually it's it's uh really cool that you brought that up that actually comes back into this book uh what does he say take my light Um, so there's always been like the, the big thing about like, uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, Eris, for example, lost her ghost and she can't use her light anymore, but is it because she lost her ghost or is it because other things have also happened to her? And we have piles of information, evidence and author, uh, kind of leading us to it as well on uh, personal levels. Uh, that uh, Shin Malfer lost his ghost, mm-hmm. but he was still able to wield the light. Mm-hmm. And so Tevis Larson, who was dead, his ghost was dead, he was never coming back dead because his ghost was dead, 
still had light. We were able to take his light from him. We were able to take the dusk bow from him. And so in this book, in entry 11, uh, Catabasis actually says, I roll myself to face him. I'm just, I'm not giving up. Just take my light and hold it until there's a way out. So it almost sounds like your ghost can actually hold your light separate from your body. And that might be the determining factor on whether a guardian with or without a ghost can still do anything. And uh, mm. so that's really interesting. open-ended yeah. question towards Osiris. That's that's really that's well it's it's really interesting. Um in the, the dark future, um Zavala doesn't have his ghost, but he's mm-hmm. able to siphon light from the traveler and mm. wield it. That mm-hmm. might be an exception there, just on the basis of how that whole entry works though. Uh specifically yeah. he's essentially emulating Gaul and capturing the traveler and siphoning off the, the light directly from the traveler. So it, mm-hmm. it's oh, but, and, but, but but I mean as as to a source of his light, I wholeheartedly agree. I just meant he could still wield it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. G- given given light, he could still wield it. Fair point. Ghost cannot. Fair yeah. point. And, and I, it, one one thing that I really I really want to uh, would also point out about Shin is he's never died, so he's he's had yeah. his full amount of light the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and you know maybe maybe that child that uh, Tianchi uh, resurrected was, you know, just like incredibly pure. Um. Mm. Having just and that's another born, question. Yeah. <laughs> is is every guardian just endless potential, or do some people just actually naturally have the ability to do more, and it's just a matter of uh, learning how to how to use it, how to use more? There's a lot about exactly what a guardian is that uh, we don't know still. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been filed in the category of space magic for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> I like that space is involved. Like it's magic, but extraterrestrial. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's magic, but here's another layer of we don't need to explain. Exactly. <laughs> also, we've don't we've not time to explain <laughs> until we do later on. <laughs> Perhaps later. <laughs> And some different ones. Okay, okay, I can I can really dig that. Um, I I for one I for one think they can wield light. I, I think uh, you know different um, guardians might be left in a different state of light of lightnesslessness or like uh, mm-hmm. in different spots uh, as they lose their uh, their guardians. We're still holding out hope for Lush, <laughs> floating around out there as uh, as some sort of smuggler. Um, mm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Cause I, I think, I think at the end of the day, what guardians have always been, uh, are kind of like batteries, right? It kind of feels that way. Capacitors or batteries or something like that. You can charge up. Yeah. I've always said conduits. I like that too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, guardians have always been like conduits. We, we're never, we're neither the source nor like yeah we're, we're not the source yeah uh, i think that was that was that was most uh well uh drilled into my my head with uh the taken king stormcaller where ikora is guiding you on how to handle arc energy as a warlock and 
saying basically like it doesn't come from within you like like uh shin's fire came from within him uh but arc energy is just it's passing through you mm, it'd be the lightning rod yeah i like that i, still I guess feel like... different light has different wheel uh requirements as well i guess actually I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, yeah. sort of, I'm sort of liking it to uh, uh during like uh this this past winter i was i played a uh, ghost of tsushima it just mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of like different like like if, if you could if you could think of like wielding paracausal energy or like what you do with light because even most of the darkness things we've encountered like have to like eat light the hive being like the major culprits there um mm. if it's just like different techniques to the same ends. Like, I, I'm just wondering if, if like, when, like, because in that way, like, I don't know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you might have, you might have all the different kinds of, you know, not, not to quote, quote Avatar too hard, but there's all the different kinds of bending and then, like, they stem from other bending. So, like, in that way, if, if everything's just a different take and technique on how to, like, wield and manipulate, like, the, uh, the light or like mm. the force for lack of a better comparison. And I mean, the force is, as we all know, metichlorians, bacteria that you happen to have in different amounts. <laughs> um, it, yeah. It, it just seems to me that like, that that's totally reasonable that, that like some guardians would be better than others and that, uh, that there would be different, different levels therein, or you could become mm-hmm. supercharged by siphoning it off the, uh, the Traveler. I'm just glad that there's no Destiny Jedi. <laughs> that was, Do you think that's why Ulantan had to go? <laughs> no great, great Jedi's here. <laughs> yeah, like... Synergy? <laughs> <laughs> Mister, you walk right out of this bar. <laughs> no, but takes kindly to the neutral. <laughs> you must pick a side, Guardian. <laughs> oh man, what if we what if we chose to like decline? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'll, I'll just be over here. I'll do my own thing, and uh, I don't really care about either side. <laughs> yeah, like things are going after the traveler, and we're just like, you know what? You know what? No, today's for me. <laughs> Go on like a pleasure cruise. <laughs> deep space because uh, we could retire like Ephrodite off to our own enclave well she came back during the red war sure that's a fair point I I want to know what happened to that enclave though it's got to be gone right I mean they were they were practicing uh, non-combat uses for light so I mean wherever they were they must have been pretty safe like you know, the light goes out, they must have just been like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they didn't have to go too long without, you know, being reliant on, uh, on their light for food or, like, other resources. That would be, that would be, that would suck. Mm-hmm. But they were also pacifists. And that's I what I mean, they're... like. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I mean, like. They, they were they were non-combative uh, uses of light. Like wherever they were, when the light went out, if the light just went out one day for guardians and there wasn't a cabal invasion, it'd be like, 
okay, this sucks. But there was a Cabal invasion. That's what made it such a huge threat. Like, we have an enemy. We need our light right now. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. I can dig it. I guess for, uh, for me, um, I, in that, in that scenario where, like, the Cabal hadn't invaded, I would feel real bad for the Thanatonauts. <laughs> Be like, okay, res me right after this one. Pow! And, like, ooh! I just, ooh! <laughs> this is bad! This is bad! <laughs> we have the worst timing in the world! <laughs> Uh, what is it, Bagels? Remember, remember our theory about uh, about Fenchurch and his ghost, Nigel, getting hit by the that piece of uh, the Almighty. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The one time they came back to the tower uh-huh. to help move some stuff, and pow! He's done. Like, ooh. <laughs> no, he's just away. He's never. <laughs> Oh my! He's never gonna come back. That um, I would also uh, I would also want to like shifting gears back to the uh back to like the Red War version though. I would also wonder like now that the darkness has come in though, like weren't they on the edge of the system? Like okay, well, so that's actually one of my favorite things about this book, because with season of arrivals it was like this whole thing and even the lead up to season of arrivals it was like oh my god they're coming this is it mm-hmm. it's happening and then season season of arrivals here and it's like oh my god they're toying with us and then season of the hunt beyond light happens and it's like the planets are gone oh my god what happened to the pyramids the pyramids took our planets and left and that's what this book uh tells us in the first entry mm. yeah okay I guess I'm just because uh, we don't know where that colony was. I'm just like I I'm still like curious. Is like is that a place that they went? Because the darkness oh. is taking places at like different spots within the solar system. Like it's not necessarily mm. you know what I mean. Like it's not necessarily like just on the outside. Because like yeah. Mercury's gone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. They they went they went where they wanted. And uh, I guess if it if it was on a location that we didn't really care about initially. <laughs> who knows who knows what minor moons are now gone from the solar system i know man i feel like our destiny map is now like a celestial maps without new zealand <laughs> you just don't even know what happened to everything that's actually out there it's just gone can't even make our way through ah ah sorry 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 i didn't mean to I didn't mean to go into a dark place. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, Anybody listening in New Zealand right now is like, God dang it, Taylor B. Hey, 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 hey. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I want the maps to have New Zealand. <laughs> like, let it be known. I think all maps should have all the places. <laughs> that's, that's I do agree with the sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone excluded from the maps. Um, okay. So I guess I'm kind of hmm. Well, what I guess I guess those are those were sort of like my like spin foily things I've been rambling on about. But bagels were was there any like was there any like ideas like uh Jim Jams that uh, that you were getting? Um, I mean, outside of just like 
the just like the oppressive feel of what what was going on on that ship mm. it's it's the first time Bungie's really used that that level of just almost like a horror film type type setting a, a, a dead space is, is really what came to mind for me mm-hmm. like the moment I, I walked onto that ship it was uh we've we've never really encountered something like that uh, that that I can recall. It's just a completely different um, game type setting, and as a result, it it gets me wondering um, exactly how. Like we we touched on this a little bit earlier too, but uh, it gets me wondering how this this fungus is essentially going to um, interact with us if it's a legitimate threat. Um, another another comparison that I can think of is like the proto molecule in uh, the expanse. It kind of gives that sort of vibe too, where it just invades and invades and invades um, with some ulterior uh, objective later on that we can't possibly anticipate until it happens. Oh, now so... now I'm mad we went on the ship. <laughs> right? <laughs> what if we bring some of the shit back with us? Yeah, like, I should have just declined. Fuck. <laughs> But we gotta get our loot, man. We gotta get our scout rifle. <laughs> I mean, it is a sweet scout yeah. rifle. And that that's actually why I think it works so well to go on the ship and you see you see the 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 plant life and, and the things kinda happening like on the walls and it's just like, oh, this is like just spooky atmosphere. But then you get to the end and you're like, Oh, it's not just spooky atmosphere. <laughs> it's an actual threat. And that's why it it, fe- it didn't feel like this could be a power. It felt like this is a threat that you're just beginning to see. I'm I'm still a little bit curious as to the guardian at the end, the catabasis there. If if it was actually the scorn that strung him up instead of the the fungus, mm. uh, it, I it kind of if you look closely at it, it kind of looks like he's strung up by his intestines more so Ooh. than the fungus itself. I, I need to pay a little bit more more attention in there when I have a little bit of time, but uh, that was kind of the impression that I got. The the scorn hung him up as kind of like a visage to their their champion over <laughs> their championship over him, um, and then the fungus just took over from there. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I I honestly don't know for sure. Uh, it's worth raising the question of whether or not the fungus did that to him or not. To be completely honest, I actually took a screenshot of this. That I just posted in chat. Cool. Yeah, because see, see, I looked at him for a good bit, but I didn't. Um, I guess I didn't really notice well, what you're saying. Yeah, because see, like, it. He's got like the fungus growing out of him, like especially in his face. Yeah. And he's like got like these impaled spines kind of coming from all over the spines kind of look scornish to me uh, mm. that, that's kind of the, yeah, but i don't know they, if... they come from the fungus on the ceiling like the if you look yeah. to the left and to the yeah, right that's fair they're, they're coming from it almost like the fungus was all around the ship and then it just kind of lashed out from that multiple way. directions or ate his light just went toward where there was like poom. And maybe that's yeah. why he didn't eat the scorn. And maybe he was dead before this. Maybe the scorn killed him, and this is them. This is the fungus consuming him. That's entirely possible too. Oofed. 
Mm. Yeah. Looks like the one thing that makes me that makes me that makes me think like whatever is holding him up got him in the air. Mm. Uh is just that it looks like it's like perfectly like pinched actions mm-hmm. coming from all directions, like in this like attack type of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's totally it's totally creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See that's actually something that and I mean I know, like, I personally already lean more enjoyment towards, like, spooky horror themes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when everyone was like, oh, my God, it's such, it's a horror theme. It's like it's like Dead Space, which I never found Dead Space scary to begin with. So maybe that should have been my answer. <laughs> but they're like, it's so scary. And I'm, I'm going into it. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> it's not scary, though. <laughs> Like at no point was I was was I concerned for myself. I was still an all powerful guardian. Even if the scorn uh Screeb comes out of nowhere and kills me. Oh no, I'm not I'm not scared by that. <laughs> that happens in a lost sector. I wasn't scared there. <laughs> I like that. I like that attitude. It's like, okay, yeah, horror vibes, but I'm immortal, see? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, I don't was... get me wrong. Give me more horror vibes. Oh yeah. But I wasn't scared. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, thinking, thinking also to the, uh, the, the final encounter. When, when you meet the, uh, when you finally start to meet like full on like scorn, like the hangman and like all that. Mm-hmm. I that was... was his name. God damn, that was bothering me. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I think it, I think it's like the Hangman. I don't think that was that the guy. No, it, it isn't. It isn't actually the Hangman. But when I saw him, I was like, oh, oh, that's um, uh, uh, the the uh, he he was one of the guys. Uh, just, and they were like, I just kill him, and I'm like, I I get this. I guess it was really wigging me out that he was hanging out in the furnace while it was on. He was like, you heard me. I'm just gonna go live in this fire. <laughs> It raises some questions about the scorn's like immunity to to heat, like is it just like full on, like powered up from being in the heat because it's immune while he's in it. <laughs> it's kind of curious. Heat mechanics um, of that. Maybe it's just uh, hangman and the uh, the trash uh, scorn that do the same thing with their little. I keep thinking of. I, I was raised in, a, in an Episcopal church that, like, on holidays would do the incense. Mm-hmm. And I just keep thinking there's, like, pissed off altar boys, like, ah! Like, because <laughs> 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 it just weird. looks exactly the same to me. <laughs> You're, like, kind of, like, swinging it around in the same way when they're walking. <laughs> <It's> like, <"All> <laughs> right. <laughs> just going to. He's gonna leave that at that. Um, <laughs> the uh, the one thing I really loved, my favorite reference in the whole mission, was getting Star Wars, was getting squished. Oh, in the trash, in the compactor. trash compactor, in the actual <laughs> trash compactor. <laughs> that was pretty great. I didn't. I didn't get squished because I had someone who knew uh, the general gist of it. 
they let us like figure out all the puzzles but i walked inside there and i was like this looks like a trash compactor uh, exactly <laughs> like yep mm-hmm. it was at that moment i was glad i had explosive devices to throw up the scorn <laughs> that, that was that was the moment that I learned that a bow is not good at all for breaking those vents open. So I was like, I'm contributing nothing. <laughs> I, uh, I've definitely had bagels carry me through some stuff if I've been busy or occupied otherwise at the beginning of seasons. You're like, That's okay, so... He uh, Well, he'll, he'll be very polite to me and be like, all right, Taylor, you stand in this corner and you shoot at that guy. You show him, you show him, no, we got this. You, we got, you let him know who's boss. And I try not to let him down, but sometimes I still do. <laughs> but he'll still, he'll still, he'll still pull me through. It's, it's pretty good. Um, but, uh, that's, 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 that's the most, um, the, that's the most I'll get, like that, or like uh, I I I also try to do this thing where, like, regardless of how long I've waited, I'll I'll try to like just so I can hear all like the story dialogue. I'll try to do as many things solo as I can. Mm-hmm. And every night, na- like I'll I'll always get depressed. Be like, Bagels, <laughs> Bagels, come help me shoot this guy. He's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> and and well, most we- mostly he'll help. <laughs> We've all we've yeah. all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, I really loved getting trash compacted. I I was like, uh, but my, my first instinct was like, let's go really far with this reference. Okay, we need to find an intercom that someone's like trying to get communicated. We just need to tell them that everything's fine. <laughs> How are they? <laughs> like, ask them about their day, and then, then just shoot all the monsters swarming around in in there. <laughs> 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 we actually had to do it because uh we weren't sure which which ones were going to need to be shot mm-hmm. in, in in what thing so we ended up like going in a few times and like open like opening up all of them the first time we went through yeah and then like yeah like once you opened up all of them you're like oh it's these three like pop 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 yeah and, i was just shooting anyone because i i, I I was not aware of what was going on, and I was like, there's some screams, and teammates are shooting the floor, so I guess I'll shoot the floor as well. I had my trusty fighting lion that was breaking open all the vents accidentally when I was playing the screams, <laughs> so it worked. <laughs> oh, jeez. You maniac with your fighting lion. I also would feel like, uh, what's it called? The uh, Wither Horde would probably be uh, pretty pretty decent in that in that space also yeah yeah anything with like an aoe effect is very effective scripts so yeah i like it i like it okay if if there was one let me shift this over to you and on if there was one like sort of large unconfirmed takeaway Mm mm-hmm that you got from this this uh this lore book what 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 sticks out to you the most so uh one of like uh, that's why i i was talking about this when i was reading this one it was just data mine there was just so much coming from it and i was like oh my god there's it's just it's never ending 
And so early on in the book, they needed to actually get the Glycon, which was uh, under the control of Red Legion Cabal. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Catabasis is working with, uh, what the hell is his name? Quint, Quint, Quintzig? Quintzig, yeah, I think. Quintzig? If I could find his name on the page, I could probably pronounce it correctly. Quinzig. Quinzig. And uh, basically, Quinzig is like, yeah, well, the only thing standing in our way is that other Scion. And uh, Catabasis is like, yeah, so let me kill them. And Quinzig's like, nah, it's a Scion. Like, Scion's. (laughs) <laughs> Scions are I'm a Scion too. We're on the same side. It's like and it it was probably the most um direct reference to the this idea that whether a Scion is Red Legion, is a loyalist, is with Keitel, is with one of the past legions that we've fought, that no matter who they say they are loyal to, they're most loyal to themselves, to each other. And so also this season, in uh, that other lore book, uh, not Empress, the the one that name I can't remember, uh, there's that scene where uh, Saladin is holding a scion off of the tower and like threatening to drop it to its death if it doesn't like tell everyone its plans and stuff and Sion's like no I'm not telling you anything and so he drops it and it's like there's there are these like little highlights on Scions working together against the Cabal that immediately uh reconnects with the season of dawn because the the Scion Flayer sisters from season of dawn they they told the Red Legion we're going to turn back time so that the Red Legion won. But what they told each other was, we're going to turn back time so that the Scions are in control and that the Red Legion won. And it's like, it's really revealing that these weren't just like an offshoot of Scions, but like, this is the Scion game. They they are playing the Cabal. They're like, yeah, we'll be s- slaves to the Cabal. So they, they go around, they do what they, they do, and the Cabal looks at them like nothing. And... It when I was reading this and I told you about it uh, when we were talking about coming on the show, uh, mm-hmm. it really like I just started spiraling out of control and I was like, oh my god, all these, all these things are like connecting now because when Callus, before Callus got uh, exiled, he had freed one Scion from slavery, Atza, who recreated the Oxa, and. Callus was getting all high on his own idea of freeing all of the the enslaved races because it wasn't just the Scion way back when it was all of the other races were enslaved by the Cabal and Atsat's like you cannot uh, release the Scions like how dare you do that and when you first read it you think Atsat's just an asshole and they're saying fuck other Scions I'm I'm the freeborn not them but now <laughs> it's like was the slave position the desired position of a scion? Like, did that let them get close to Cabal that they needed to get close to? Like, and it just makes me, it really just makes me wonder, like, where are the scions going in the future? Because as it stands right now, uh, this season has done the best job of explaining just how decimated our enemies are. You know, the fallen are either dead 
or trying to be on our side. The Cabal are dead, scattered, and effectively going to be on our side. Like, that's two primary enemies that are effectively getting removed from the future of content. And that's why I think the Fungus is a potential future enemy, not a future ability. And maybe the Scions break free from the Cabal, and we, we learn that there's actually much more to them than we've seen. I, I really like that, and to add to uh, your idea that uh, maybe they're doing this intentionally to get closer to uh, find a leg up over the Cabal, is mm-hmm. that I, th- I believe in the same, uh, not the same book, but uh, in releases from this season, uh, some of the seasonal weapons. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't get... read any of the weapons, actually. Oh, oh, dude, go check it out. You find out that the Scions are like a conduit between... Um, so so like there are there are items there there's one there's one uh, entry that um that uh two cabal are like basically looking at like a family sword mm-hmm. and a scion links them together with the memory of the item and it takes it back to Toronto. <laughs> and and it uh it's it's about um, I th- I think it's the uh I think it's the rocket launcher that you're able to the get. code duello yeah but uh I think it's that one. I'll, I'll I'll look it up later if that's completely wrong, but it's it's definitely one yeah. of the weapons. Um, it's uh, and at the end they break the sword because basically what they're saying is like you can only go forward. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no more looking back. A scion has to has to be present to link all their minds to the memory of the object. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that tells me two things. Like one, they're getting in on cabal. Like I, I don't see why that scion wouldn't have every idea of what they're doing if he's the reason they're able to do it. Mm-hmm. And then two, like they can, they can, they can. I forget what it's called, but there's like there's characters in Marvel comics too who can do this. But it's like you have a uh, you can you can sort of feel the yeah you can sort of like feel the memory mm-hmm. of a of an item like the the things that have happened to it uh-huh. in its past. And if they're able to do that too. With all the stuff, like, especially the Emperor has, like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, like, as, like, we, we've talked about how they can, like, combine together as we've seen what the Flayers do. But one thing that I don't think everyone uh, understands is in the Leviathan raid, when you're fighting Kallus, that realm that you go to, people assumed that was, like, some power that Kallus was given from the darkness. That's not. That is that is the Scion <laughs> Uh, collective creating, I think they called it a nightmare realm. And that is supposed to be where Callus kept his, like, most dastardly criminals that he'd captured. So it's like, okay, so if the Scions take control, do they just have, like, a prison of potential, like, uh, subservient uh-huh. races that like, they can just be like, let's go? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's, it's really interesting as to what their because I'm pretty sure all of the scions who would be under Callus would technically be free. Uh, so I think I read somewhere that even the scions under Callus were technically enslaved. But I mean, it, whether or not that's that's for their for their goals, you know. <laughs> well, well, that's that's the one thing because I know I know I know what causes his uh, the the different people to betray him. Mm-hmm. It, among other things is just after after he uh sort of like breaks up the uh the status of the legion like basically like frees them he's gonna say he's gonna do it to for the scions too and mm-hmm. like 
as I look back on it, because I think this has to do with the, uh, you know, bagels what we were reading last week. <laughs> is this just a? This kind of comes at me like uh, maybe he never actually got around to doing it before he was deposed, and then just never did it. Not even for his. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. We're gonna need to take the throne back first. Yeah, and I mean, now ultimately, Keitel is even already freedom. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Keitel has a very interesting approach to uh, politics compared to both. Well, Gaul, Gaul being a very obvious, like, I don't know, I, I kind of compared him to a shogun mm-hmm. uh, type of figure. And then uh, Amunarath being a very, uh, Amunarath reminds me of, you know, an anime that, that like, it's like usually like an older swordsman, but like, like they're, they're going to die. Right. They're gonna die. They're too steeped in tradition. Like you like them too much, they gonna die. And like they were too good of a mentor. They were the nicest person you meant. So like, sorry, they get the axe. Um, it kind of reminds me of that because her whole thing was like she didn't even care about being free if it meant it as a as a if it meant a distraction from the uh, imminent threat that mm-hmm. she ended up being right about. Even though she mm-hmm. was completely like overwhelmed and outclassed, um, as it seems to have, you know, been anyway, or maybe she was just like, yeah, maybe it was just like, you know, Gaul does take the bulk of their military and and run straight to the traveler. Yeah. And so maybe there's just well, like, I mean, enough. in in Ep- in Empress, uh, Keitel mentions that. Uh... She 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 grew from everything that happened, you know, before before everything that happened in Empress, without uh, talking about it directly, before everything that happened in Empress, she probably would have came to our system if she decided to and just been like, I'm gonna kill you, I'm the best, I'm the strongest, blah, blah, blah. But the events that she'd gone through had changed her opinion on it. And she's like, all right, well, I need the Guardians, so how can I get them on my side? Yeah, I can imagine losing your your homeworld would certainly be a traumatizing experience for just yeah. anybody, and very humbling to say the least. Ooh, yeah. um, certainly, it would change your your way of looking at at the universe as a whole, and looking for allies to try and retake your um, retake your homeworld at essentially any cost. I would I would take at that point. Oof. Yeah, I uh. Well, it has, like, a revenge tick to it, too. Like, they're coming for allies. They're coming, like... I, I feel like the real reason they came to Earth is because there's remnants of their people here. True. I, that, I think that's probably the bigger point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The bulk of the... The bulk of their legions are in our system. Like, mm-hmm. whether they were we mostly or destroyed or <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I couldn't resist. You can't escape it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Um, yeah, and, and I think I think that's a good point, and I think it's really interesting that she's trying to recruit us. Uh, you know, and and I think you know, you know, they're too proud to say it, but I think an ulterior motive might be if we did accept, they, you know, probably would be welcomed into the last city. Yeah, I I absolutely think that's that's uh, Kettle's end game. It's like she 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 knows it right like she's got people who uh she effectively answers to and if she went to the guardians and she's like hey listen i need your help they'd be like uh we need a new leader 
you're no longer empress. Like we're we're plotting a coup against you now. But instead, she's like, I need you to bow. And we said no. And she's like, all right, fine. I'm going to do this ritual approving. Uh, you're not invited. There's awesome loot. Stay away from it. Don't don't come near it. Because if, if you come near it and you win, then you're going to be on my council anyway. So don't do not do it. And then we're just like, well, we're going to fucking do it. The one, the one thing... The, the one thing the one thing that uh i also noticed is uh, like i don't know if it's been every day but like every so often when i go back in to uh pick up uh bounties in the helm there's like mm -hmm. a new transmission today when i went in there was one from her going directly to zavala without her like boys around her and she makes a more like she doesn't change her language very much i, I will say that like it's the same offer but it's it's put a lot more reasonably mm. and less forcefully mm-hmm She's like, yeah, you know, that's, that's absolutely her position. Yeah. She's not, she's not, she knows that she, like, she cannot have six guardians come at her and survive. On top of that, I would say that she's, she's stuck between a rock and a hard place, essentially. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's, she has to honor the traditions of the cabal in order to win over some of those veterans. Um, if, or she's basically stuck <laughs> at, at, at that point. Uh, she, she needs to win over some of those people, but, um, at the same time, she's, she's trying to, trying to open up a olive branch to us. And it, it's, it's kind of comes off as double speak in that, that capacity. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I can respect her position from, from that capacity. Oof. It's, yeah, it's a tough place to be in. Like, if 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 the darkness just destroyed your home world, like your your options are really to either run, or well, hey, hmm. That makes me really wonder what specifically the whirlwind was, because I don't think it had to be the hive, because they were. We do know now that the hive were involved in the world. That was. Uh... I guess I mean like strictly, but yeah. Yeah. Um. We don't know. Yeah, I guess we don't know specifically that the darkness pyramids were necessarily involved at this point, but we do know that the hive were at least. Wait, how do we know the hive were involved? There was a release this season. Uh, do, do, do. uh what's it on? It's it's on. Shoot, hmm. take me a minute to come up with it. Yeah, I know... no, I'll, I'll I'll find it then eventually. Usually with new season, like I immediately start uh, diving into everything and reading absolutely everything. And this season, I've just been taking it a little slower. Sure. Um, there was, man, I'm trying to remember what it was on. We were discussing it the other day. Um, shoot, I apologize. I'll do some searching. No, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like ping around with it. Is it in live? I'll plug it's... it in there. Oh, what is it? And it'll just be you saying later, this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, makes it, that makes it a lot easier for you guys, doesn't it? It does. What? <laughs> what, is, what is this? What'd you find? Where the hell is this from? Yeah, we can move on. I'll, I'll figure this out. <laughs> All right. We're just gonna edit in this whole thing where Bagels is gonna like imitate our voices. Yeah. Have the rest of the conversation <laughs> without us. Bagels, can you use some sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger like enhancement? You got it. When you play me, okay. Uh -huh. 
Actually, no, do that just for you. Be like, Bagels will be played by Mr. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> 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 Make your regular voice someone else, and then, like, I don't know, come up with, like, something funny. <laughs> for, for the... Okay, okay, okay. Um, as well as picking back up, uh, for me, this was a really, a really fun, and, and knowing that there's more to explore in there, uh, on subsequent run-throughs and like catalysts, mm -hmm. and, like drops and stuff like that, I'm super excited for it. I, um, yeah, I, re I really like what they put together here, and and like you were saying, just so many ideas coming about, like what are the scions doing? What are they plotting? Um, and it kind of makes me wonder. If kind of as you as you pointed out, uh, that the ones under Keitel are now free. Yeah. Like, Which if, basically means they're all free. Yeah, so like what's how can I say this? Freedom can't be their end game, right? No, I mean it, whatever they wanted to rewrite history so that the Scions were like in control of the Cabal Empire. Which like, how recently did Keitel lose everything? Like, that had to be super recent. If during Dawn, they were like, yeah, we still got the Empire. Like, it was still a thing. And they were probably going to rewrite Callus out of it. I guess I guess that's that's their endgame, right? Like, they don't want to be, like, ultimate kings and queens of, like, an entire galaxy or something. They want to, uh... I don't know, maybe if they're... Almost kings control of the empire. Yeah, like I guess I'd always taken that as like an allusion to their to their want of like freedom. So yeah. Maybe maybe it's always been power. Yeah, like that exactly. I've when when I in season when they were saying that they were gonna rewrite history so that they were on top, I was just like, yeah, so they don't have to be slaves anymore. But now it's like it it really seems like they almost want to to they're using the fact that they're slaves to their advantage to like hear conversations they shouldn't be easily allowed to hear and i mean like with uh season of i think it was season of opulence we we saw the the story of the loyalist uh scion uh match who was still practicing his his old scion uh religion he was like really yeah. really scared that callus was going to get pissed off and callus is like that's fine <laughs> As long as you worship me too, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was like, Alice is like laid back, like, hey, I don't have to be the only one, but I need to be one. Yeah. I need your, I need your, I need your belief. I need your, I need your uh, help there. Um. I think, I think really though, that's, I, I, you know, aside, aside from going off into an infinite item about. Uh, about you know the fungus among us now, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which I really hope they got none on our shoes. <laughs> and then we walk back into our ship, and now it's in our ship, and like I don't I don't know like especially that that new ship, the one that the traveler gave us, that you have to transmit into. Yeah. Yeah. What I think is an important question there is: Can the fungus actually grow outside of the presence of the darkness? Because as we've only experienced it so far, it's it's been in, on the drifter ship, for example, 
I assume there's some some storage of like quote unquote the darkness or some sort of power similar to it um, on the drifter ship that allows him to create the taken. Um, similarly, this the ship has been in very close proximity to the darkness for a very long time. It's so I'd, I'd raise the question of whether whether or not this fungus can actually spread without direct, uh, direct like sunlight essentially. Uh, instead of sunlight, you're substituting the darkness. Well, I feel like it, it. It's like the same thing as the light. You know, the light is in all things. The dark is in all things. The dark is in us. The dark. The dark is literally in us, and it it almost made it sound like the dark is in everything in the solar system, like every living human. That, so yeah, I, I, sorry. I, I guess uh, I'm. You're correct. I, I'm, I'm not arguing that so much. Um, I, I guess I'm more like a uh, concentrated source of it. Um, yeah, or, and, or and that's what I mean. I think I think it might thrive when exposed to next to around concentrated sources of darkness, but that ultimately it can exist anywhere sure. as long as it gets there. It's a matter of its its transport. That's probably the most difficult aspect of it. Okay. Mm. I kind of uh, I kind of liken um, Bagel's analogy to uh, you know because because it is like a fungus. Uh, you know, like I, like I said earlier, typically growing up in moonlight, or uh, maybe maybe in this case, you know, darkness often seems to be portrayed as having or darkness darkness related guys needing to at least like consume light. Or having a mm-hmm. having a, that that sort of relationship with it, um, it, it would be really interesting if uh, if it couldn't grow outside of the presence of the darkness. Um, but speaking to you, uh, bringing up uh, that the uh, the darkness was inside all of us and on, I uh, I'm just when when she finally like gives it to us, she's like, yeah, he was inside you all along. I just felt like it was like one of those like '90s sitcoms or like an after school <laughs> special. Like you you had it yeah. inside you this whole time, buddy. Now go out yeah. there and murder some Elixney. <laughs> Which, uh... Oh, that was funny. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I think, guys... I think, I think I'm think i at the end of mine for this one, but, like, uh, Anand, uh, look forward to the invite back as we, as we learn more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Um... <laughs> In in the off chance anyone just is listening to you on this show for the first time, can you tell your new fans where to find you? Uh, yeah, you can you can find me on Twitter uh, mostly. I don't I don't do uh, well. Okay, you can find me on Twitter mostly uh, at anonpig, uh, one word. You can also, however, uh, sorry, uh, you can also, however, find me. Uh, we try to do it every other week. We're not really good at keeping that up consistently. We had a, a horrible string of events I just had going on. Just every week it was something. Mm. And uh, so I I do a uh, live show podcast uh, thing called the Loose Cannon Show. Or called Loose Cannon Show, not the Loose Cannon Show. Because uh, if, you, if you put an extra word in it, you're never going to find it. Uh, it's canon spelt like canon lore, like C-A-N-O-N, but loose canon show on Twitter as well. You can find all our information. I like it. I like it. Yeah, no. Um, the 
definitely definitely worth your time and attention to uh, to check out. I am a fan of the show. Thank you. <laughs> not not just a uh, not just an appreciative uh, friend of it, but uh, but yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, do you guys have any shoutouts that you wanted to give uh, tonight? Uh, uh, Anand, did you have any shoutouts? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, because. So talking about liking uh, the spooky, spooky horror setting stuff, because uh, <laughs> I have the uh, the shortcut on my normally my screens are are taken up, but now I just have an open screen, so I I see the shortcut this whole time. Uh, everyone should go follow uh, the Twitter account at Joanna Gun J O A N N A G U N. It is a uh, indie game made by a uh, Destiny community member, uh, Shackle Shotgun. Shackle Hot Hotgun. I just realized I don't actually know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Shackles Hotgun or Shackle Shotgun? Yes. I have no idea. Either way, uh, it's it's like early, it's in early stages and stuff, uh, but there is a playable demo. Oh, and it, it's spooky. It's it's weird. It it it's a it fits a very unfilled niche that I enjoyed when I when I played through it. Uh, so go check that out if you like spooky spooky things. Absolutely, that sounds cool. I'm a fan. Of, I'm I, I'm a follower of Shackles. I'm I, I'm gonna go check that out. That's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Beggs, you got any uh, shout-outs there, buddy? Um, well, I, I think my, mine was uh, intended to be the same same as yours, Taylor. So I talked about it in, in advance a little bit. Uh, um, so I don't, I don't want to really no, want to co-op. You, you take it. You take it. You, you lead this train. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think I speak for Taylor in the same vein. Uh, basically, we just want to give a huge shout-out to, to Texas. And uh, I, know, I know a lot of folks that are struggling down there with without power and um with with water pipes freezing just due to the extreme temperatures and um it's it's a terrible situation and i wish everybody everybody down there the best and um hopefully power gets restored quickly and um can can get through this without without any serious delay because it's it's certainly awful especially being without power in the that's about the worst thing i could imagine yeah, uh, just just to add to that sentiment, I I want I want to say like you, you guys deserve uh, better. Um, I think that I I just think that it's a shame that 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 this even has to happen um, in in a in a place like the United fucking States. Uh, so yeah, um, I I wish everyone a speedy recovery. In addition to everything that there is, uh, there. Are... There are uh, some members of the community that live down there that were impacted by it. I've been I've been following, seeing them uh, say well, what's been going on. Uh, numerous of them today. I'm not obviously it can't be all of them, but a number of them today had actually gotten power back. Uh, I mean, for how long? Uh, I don't know, but it is good that they are getting some uh, reprieve from it because that that is a really yeah. <laughs> horrible scenario to be in dude yeah just like you uh and, and i mean it, right or wrong the the reality of it is the infrastructure is not there to deal with this hmm. and and basically 
Texas and, and everyone is finding out the hard way. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's 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 terrible. These these are you know especially uh, it it's it's the people who are all prob already probably having a hard time that are going to be hurt the worst by this. Mm-hmm. And re- regardless of anyone's politics, like I yeah, I just I just I I hope everyone a speedy recovery and that we're able to get through this you know sooner than later. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, with that. Um, Anand, thank you again so much for for being our guest. This was a this was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, fun. I, I've I've really enjoyed I really enjoyed uh, having having you here, uh, and just sort of uh, you know spinning spinning through uh, this this awesome lore book, guys. As it, honestly, like you'll never hear Taylor B say this too too often unless he really really means it. Just go read it. <laughs> <laughs> just go read play, it. It's so good. Play, play the mission, yeah. then read it. Yeah. If you, if you can, if you can play the mission, then read it. But absolutely read it. Yeah. Like it's... just just read everything. You know, stop. Read read everything. So then when you when you listen to to podcasts and YouTube people, you can be like, uh, that that never happened, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's. I mean, that's what's that's what got me started to do this show. It's like, but that's not. I would say it differently, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Year later. <laughs> oh, noble well, with, endeavor. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, with that, everyone. Uh, every everyone, uh, stay safe. Um, we'll we'll see you next week. Uh, you know, be, try to try your best to be good to each other. Bye-bye. Bye. That's the end of this week's topic, but be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny Lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. The Lore Network. have to find this there's it's like just a random offshoot in here somewhere so it's mm-hmm. call of the cryptolith yeah and I, I i'm almost certain it's in here i just gotta find do it track it down bagels you can find it do it do it now Yep, yep, here we go. Much to Kostas' disbelief, the assertion was true. The structure stood as tall as ever, emanating its hideous green light. A pang of dread shook Kostas to the core. Her mind flooded with memories of childhood stories about the whirlwind and the onslaught of the hive. Uh, part 4, Return of Call of mm-hmm. Call of the Lift. I knew I wasn't making it up! <laughs> Goddamn. So, um... Like I said, it's all about those keywords. Yeah, <laughs> I was confused uh, from this season, though. That's that's why I, I would. Because uh, yeah, yeah. If 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 uh if I if I extended my search back to last season, very first search would have found it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. 
It's okay, I started recording again. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody, I don't make everything. <laughs> yeah, so then the whirlwind was the hive. Which... Then just brings back the question, what the fuck was the Great Maw? Because that was one of the big reasons why I thought that the whirlwind was caused by Callus in part. Uh, because Chelkis, who stood before the Maw whole whole bit, it just, was just like, oh, uh, the Leviathan? <laughs> like, I can see that being the Maw. But, I mean, that explains how uh, the, uh, what was it, Doom of Chelkis in the Taken King raid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that was that was everyone's immediate uh, take that that uh, Oryx was there at the whirlwind of the high of the of the fallen, or at least one of his generals. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I read that. I just <laughs> I didn't remember it. Yeah, it's just. It's just those little offshoot uh, references that they throw on there sometimes. They're like, oh my god, that's a big, yeah. big deal. <laughs> yeah. We've been waiting for confirmation on that forever. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Alright, I'm glad I started recording again. I'm glad this... <laughs> I'm glad this worked out. <laughs> I didn't even get to use my Arnold voice. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you just did because I'm still recording. So it's it's uh, it's pretty good. I I I I think what I'm gonna do is what I'll do is I'll slap this on to like the end end of the show, like after yeah, uh, after the just network. Splice in um just like five minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tool album. We gotta wait till the very end to get get the whole. <laughs> I so so I in a lot of our earlier episodes I would wait like fifteen to twenty seconds. And then, like, put in some random stuff from the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't always been something, so it's not on every episode, but, like, last week's, I think, had one. And I've, I've, I've tried to, like, start doing it again, but uh, it's, it's, it's one of my, like, funnier things I like to do. Because then, like, people think they're, like, moving on to the next track, and it's just, like, some random shit we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, that, that used to be the thing, because you would, you, would, you would get the, uh, the empty air, and you'd be like, the fuck? Skip. <laughs> You you skip past the secret tracks. That's right. That's right. That's right. If you skip past the secret tracks, you don't know about all the fun that you and I had when I was by myself. 